Welcome to Astro Tea. That was the song of the week, Not There Yet by Partisan Fontaine. And this is a weekly conversation that we host every single Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. GMT, to take a closer look at the transit and the cosmic energy of the week ahead. So go ahead and join our group here on Clubhouse and share with your friends and family so they can get all the tea too. And if you haven't already, also go ahead and join our email list. We actually have an email coming out for the winter solstice that's going to be this tuesday um so if you haven't joined the email list definitely do that and purchase your copy of the astro tea journal and the calendar uh the journal is available on amazon and you can hit our websites up individually if you would like to tap in with the calendar for 2022 the journal is going to allow you to work with the energy of the weekly transits so that you can move intentionally towards your destiny and balance your internal energy Just go ahead and click that link here at the top of the room to go ahead and get the access to the email uh, to get all the tea on transits, new and full moons, affirmations, journal prompts, oracle oracle card readings, and much, much more. Um, And that 2022 cosmic calendar is going to keep you aligned too for the year ahead. So, hey, Nikki, how's it going? Happy Sunday, everyone. We were just getting done talking about getting into an intense week this week. So I'm really grateful for all of you holding space with us this Sunday as we go into the energies of the upcoming week. If you feel led, you can send Empress and myself a love donation. We have our payment info in our bio for us to have a tea to drink on Sunday mornings. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we're gonna run through the transits of the week. And we're gonna try to be a little brief this week so that we can have conversation about how these transits are impacting us in real time. So we're gonna have hand raising on at the end and invite people to speak, whether you have a story, a ritual, a tea, you know, we just had this full moon in Gemini that we're still very much in the energy on this Sunday morning. So whatever it is that you'd like to share, you can also message us in the back channel and we'll get to your question or comment throughout the episode. So if you wanna grab some coffee, some tea, open up your Astro Tea Journal, we'll get into it starting on monday december 20th we have mercury and capricorn is trine uranus and taurus which is retrograde right now so the relationship between capricorn and taurus is all about luxury and wealth and we've been talking about this relationship for the past few weeks so it's come up again um, now with mercury and uranus so this moon day would be a really great opportunity to talk to friends family or loved ones about other possible streams of income right talking to your aunt who makes jewelry about creating an instagram account talking to your uncle who plays the lottery about stocks and investments and trading right talking to your friend who makes beats about nfts you know this is a really great day to sit around the table and enjoy a meal together while also having casual yet intentional conversations about stabilizing current hobbies, talents, and interests into a stable money-making opportunity. And I think it's important for all of us to have hobbies that are purely for our comfort, right? And not to make money, like with that Taurus aspect, it's really just as a way to express ourselves and have leisure and entertainment and comfort. But if you see that someone that you care about can benefit from hearing that they are talented and capable enough to solve a world problem or meet a current need with a skill that they already have going, you know, this is a great day to at least plant the seed and offer to help them. You know, yeah, I'll help build your website. Yeah, I'll help you take some pictures for your Instagram, you know, lend a helping hand, especially as we're getting into holiday season. I know that a lot of us might be struggling financially. So, you know, a gift that you can give 
give is the gift of time, the gift of energy, the gift of love, the gift of service. You know, it doesn't always have to be something material that you're spending money on. So, um, and just the last thing for today is, you know, talking about money, right? It's still taboo in some spaces, but being able to talk about money, wealth building, salaries, all of those things openly, you know, what to talk, uh, what to charge for products and services, right? Having open conversation will lend itself to unexpected ideas and opportunities with this Uranus and Taurus. So be not, not being afraid to go there and just have transparent conversations about things that you're trying to put into place around people that you love and trust and you may find some unexpected resources and opportunities that other people can help you with as well. So that's what I have for Monday. Empress, what's your take on this trine between Mercury and Uranus? Yeah, so on Monday to start the week and kick off with Mercury and Capricorn, trying to Uranus retrograde in Taurus. In the tarot, this is the magician and the devil energy or the queen of pentacles, trying the full retrograde in the hierophant or the king of pentacles. So the magician and the devil energy is really thinking of a master plan here to remove those shackles of old, outdated, and toxic structures that are currently in place in our mental state right and in the physical reality so this is helping us to work through those things mentally um, to have more weightlessness right that's necessary moving forward for us to focus on those new beginnings with this magician energy that represents number one in the tower in the major arcana right new beginnings that feel optimistic new beginnings that help you to place an energy in your environment of love learning of being able to take action and have more confidence in where you're headed at this point in your life, specifically when it pertains to your stability and your structure. So I really love Nikki, how you mentioned having those money talks with loved ones, with friends, with family, those people that are going to help you to get more focused and, and iron that plan out, right? Um, also coming to mind are those Capricornian friends. You know, if, if you know someone that has uh, a lot of Capricorn energy, they nat just naturally give that off, um, then definitely get into conversations with people like that in your life, in your environment, um, as Sol mentioned. So you can really see what you want in your mind's eye. Right now, I really feel we all can see clearly in our mental space what we would like to create for ourselves in the physical realm. And so now you have to align your movement in the physical realm to that tangibly in order to manifest what you see in your mind's eye at this point in the game, right? At this point in the year. So the king and the queen of pentacles are really here for you on this moon day to kick off the week, to assist you in experiencing the feeling and the logic necessary to begin planting those new seeds but ultimately at the end of the day you can feel all these energies the choice and decision is going to be down to you and how you implement that to get the ball rolling so this week in general i know nikki mentioned before it is a lot going on we're literally getting into cap season which we'll talk about tomorrow but this is really going to be a week of resilience this is kind of like what i'm titling this week is the week of resilience guys okay so um, it's really going to feel like spirit is putting you in an episode of Survivor. I don't know if anyone's ever watched Survivor. Um, I used to watch it and sneak when, when I was supposed to be in bed when my mom was watching it late at night. But 
um, this is going to feel like we're all being put on an episode of Survivor where you have to really gather resources for you to survive and to stay mentally strong. So when the week is over, by the time we're getting to the end of this week, contemplate as we're going through these days. Will you be voted as the weakest link if you were on the Survivor show? Or you are going to be, or are you going to be the strongest survivor? Are you going to come out on top at the end of the day by pulling those resources together and using everything that you have to continue to fight even when it's tough, okay? So keep that in your mind, in your mental, at the forefront of your mind as we're going through this week and make those decisions actively now mentally so that you can go through this week in the most powerful way possible. So let's get into Tuesday, so. So on Tuesday, December 21st, which is the winter solstice, we have the sun entering Capricorn as well. So check out our winter solstice email. Like Empress said, it'll be dropping that day for a little bit more about the history of this um, holiday, other names that it's been referred to, some of the transits that are happening, the corresponding tarot cards to introduce Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces season. And then we also have uh, an Oracle card message from both of us to get us through this solstice um, season until we're pretty much into the spring equinox. So in terms of the sun entering Capricorn on this day, the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn Capricorn deals with change, growth, tolerance, and maturity. Capricorn aspires to personal ambition and its lessons to learn in this realm is about detaching from the material forms of life and existing paradigms and social norms so that it can be the co-creator of new forms and structures, right? Something that I heard was that Capricorn is always the MVP or the employee of the month or, you know, the person who's getting promoted. But when it comes to being able to use those organizational skills for themselves, for their own business, for their own structures, Capricorn struggle because it's not really operating within those social paradigms and boxes and expectations that they're climbing through, you know, and progressing through. So it's being able to use the skills that we have to build within society to then co-create new forms of reality and structure for ourselves. So Capricorn seeks order, expediency, structure, and social accomplishments as it climbs to new heights, right? We're talking about the mountain goat, but Capricorn is also the sea goat. So it's also also a very intuitive and and foretelling sign because it's able to understand and initiate patterns you know on a mundane perspective which lends to prophecy um, psychic connections and and being able to kind of see the future based on patterns and how they're unfolding within a structure of time right because Saturn rules Capricorn which is all about time and how these patterns play out in time so Capricorn energy does does not inherently grant recognition and authority, right? Just because you are a Capricorn or have heavy Capricorn placements doesn't mean that you're born as the boss, you know? But rather, it deals with how you use the authority that other people give you, you know? It's using power and authority responsibly. This is a time for us to be able to recognize when and how we strive for success from a place of deprivation, you know? Capricorn placements tend to grow up very early. They have a lot of early responsibilities and obligations. So we may be thinking about the early responsibilities that were placed on us in childhood that we feel, you know, delayed or deprived us of certain experiences. And now we may be thinking that joy, fun, love and pleasure need to be earned, you know, because it wasn't something that was given to us freely as children. So it's a time to definitely work hard organize, put structures in place and work through limitations, both personal and interpersonal. But also remember that we're in the 
time of winter and hibernation, right? Which means that rest, leisure, sleep and overall preservation of our energy are equally as important as building and organizing and creating structure in our lives. So a few key words in terms of collective themes throughout this Capricorn season are business matters, government, integrity, persistence, vocation, adulthood, aging, ancient teachings, certifications, especially for those of you who felt um, inspired to maybe get a degree or start some sort of program in Sagittarius season, perhaps you may be getting your certification in that program sometime during in, during Capricorn season. Um, deadlines, the economy, influence, monogamy, law enforcement, policies, and supreme authority. And I'm really excited to get into how, just remember, put a little pin in supreme authority because I really want to go in. We're going to go in on Wednesday's trans. I'm going to do a little astro theology real quick. So I'm excited to talk about Wednesday's energy, but that's what I have for Tuesday so far. Empress, what's your take on the sun going into Capricorn on the 21st? Yes, on the 21st, we have the soul's disguise. The sun is entering Capricorn. And in the tarot, this is the four of pentacles, right? So we are on Tuesday, we are officially entering the winter season and we are out of fall, okay? So for this four of pentacles energy representing the sun entering Capricorn, asking ourselves, in what areas of my life do I feel comfortable? And in what areas of your life right now help you to feel stable and like your feet are planted on solid ground? Because this Capricorn season is really about realizing what stability you've created on your own and also ensuring that you have structure set in place to keep it stable with boundaries to protect your foundation from becoming shaky. All right. And if you're realizing that you don't have as much as you would like to have in order to feel self-sufficient and comfortable, this is the season to get that ball rolling with this cardinal earth sign of Capricorn. This is that season where you should start making those moves, right? This is going to help you to have more discipline, more consistency, so that you can comfortably support yourself without the assistance of other people or just having that option to be able to, right? As a collective, we'll all be feeling that need to make those financial decisions that are gonna increase the security that we feel as individuals. It's not just you that's going through this. We're all feeling this energy as a collective, okay? And so focus this Capricorn season on the systems, on the methodical steps that you are putting in place in order to feel more secure within the physical realm. Capricorn is an earth sign. So it's time to buckle down and really get serious about the future that you want to create for that long and luxurious life and legacy that you want to build for future generation. And we will all be ancestors one day, right? Sometimes we don't think about that. Sometimes there's so many other things, so many aspects of life to focus on that are going on in the now for us to really reflect on this, but we will all be ancestors one day. So what impact do you want to have on your bloodline? What impact do you want to leave on the world, right? Beyonce, I was here is playing in my head right now, right? 
really thinking about those things. Um, it is a heavier energy because it is the winter season. You're looking out the window and all you're seeing in nature is that barren look on the le on the trees, no leaves, the there's no flowers blossoming, the colors are very just dreary, okay? They're very just neutral browns, you know, the grass is turning, uh, it's just dying. You see death around you, right? Nature is going through that um, death process at the moment, but there's, there's very much uh, a process going on internally, deep underground that we cannot see. So let us mimic nature at this time and go within to see what support we can, we can produce within ourselves to really pop out with new growth for the spring season. Cause this is just the beginning of winter. We still have Aquarius and Pisces after this season to get through. So um, yeah, we'll get more into it um, later on in this week, but Nikki, let's go ahead and go into Wednesday with this grand trine. When you said new growth, it reminded me of when you had like box braids in for a few weeks now and they like, because it's like the braiding aspect and it being all restricted and neatly put away into boxes and whatnot. And then you see all the new growth, you know what I mean? And then also all yes. the hair that comes out, that moment where you feel like you just done lost your whole half heady. Literally. <laughs> But it's Am I like gonna be bald? To fall away. Yeah, it's the things that need to fall away for your hair to be like dormant. You know, you're not putting products, you're not putting anything unhealthy in your hair, you're not manipulating it, and you're actually giving it a chance to grow. And you may not see it until those weeks later where you have all the little new growth on your head. So when you said that, I, that's the visual that I got. So this might be my favorite day of the week to talk about, Wednesday, December 22nd. And I want to get into some astro theology with this grand trine gateway is what Empress and I decided to call it. We have the moon in Leo, we have Chiron and Aries, and then we have Mars and Sagittarius. So the relationship between Aries and Leo is all about self and dominance. The relationship between Aries and Sagittarius is about growth and conviction. And then the relationship between Leo and Sagittarius is about extravagance and happiness. So for me, since I discovered and started to learn about astrology, um, approaching it from a lens of astro theology as well has been really powerful and impactful on reclaiming narratives of like using religion to incite fear or powerlessness or guilt or shame like being able to look through religion and specifically the bible from an astrological or metaphysical lens has actually been very like healing for me on my journey so i'm excited to talk about this um you know briefly with y'all this morning and i'm looking at the parable of the furnace in babylon right and so to do a quick little summary of the story itself, what happened, right? Uh, this, I'm just going to read a little summary. It says, King Nebuchadnezzar set up a golden image, right, in the plain of Dura and commanded that all his officials bow down before it. All who failed to do so would be thrown into a blazing furnace. So certain officials informed the king that there were three youths, right, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, whose Babylonian names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and who the king had appointed them into high office in Babylon, they were refusing to worship the golden statue, right? 
the three of them again we see the golden statue now we see the number three right the three of them were brought before nebuchadnezzar where they informed the king that god would be with them and nebuchadnezzar commanded that they would be thrown into the fiery furnace and heated it seven times hotter than normal but when the king looked he saw four figures walking unharmed in the flames and the fourth like a son of god Seeing this, Nebuchadnezzar brought the youths out of the flame and promoted them to high office, decreeing that anyone who spoke against God <clears throat> would be torn limb from limb, right? So off rip, we're seeing like, that's weird. Like, how do you heat up a furnace seven times hotter than what it actually is? Like, how does that literally translate? And so in this parable the fiery furnace talks about kundalini right the seven chakras when we're looking at something that is heated seven times hotter right so if the chakras are access points right for us to be able to receive cosmic energy then what is this cosmic energy and consciousness in christianity it's called the holy spirit in buddhism it's called chi and prana and also it's known as kundalini so when the furnace is heated seven times hotter right there are seven chakras in the body and kundalini that rising of kundalini we talk about as a burning sensation right so they're placing a burning furnace the kundalini is burning right which is cleansing and opening the seven chakras and it's taking control over the masculine side of the intellect and emotions right and now the feminine the divine mind which we call spirit right is now leading the individual so we had three youths who knew who they were right that aries energy and they they stood in their own divinity right with that leo energy they didn't allow any other god to be put before them they knew that they were god right they knew that they had that christ consciousness and the fourth figure that appeared with them was that christ consciousness it's not jesus himself it's that which looked like the son of man right christ consciousness and being able to adorn and crown yourself because what is god but our highest purest level of truth right sagittarius that's the energy that we're closing out of right now and so what does the golden image represent mammon right baphomet which is beautiful that we're talking about this as the sun has just gone into Capricorn at this point, which Capricorn Empress, I, I know you'll get into this part about how it's represented by the devil card, you know, the attachments that we have to this earthly realm and this earthly plane. So Mammon represents our worldly thoughts and our beliefs regarding riches, right? It represents money, possessions and wealth as opposed to the inner riches of our mind and the fourth man is the consciousness of one's i am in its spiritual unity and relationship of god which we know that i am is the affirmation for aries right so this grand trine gateway between the moon and leo chiron and aries and mars and sagittarius is really about seeking self-assertion divinity and truth within ourselves and not within the world especially during the time of capricorn which like i said aka baphomet where we have attachments that keep us tethered to this realm so the last thing i'll say is that remember babylon means confusion and judgment so in a time where you're being confused to put your power and trust and faith into things that exist outside of you how do you stand firm and when someone's like i'ma burn you to death i'ma heat this furnace seven times hotter just to burn your ass like how do you say 
I, God got me, I got me. I'm not gonna put my power, my faith, my truth in your golden idol of worship. I got me, I'm complete and succinct and whole and full within myself. So I think this is a beautiful way to kick off Capricorn season as we're talking about authority and status. And, you know, Capricorns have the reputation of being social climbers. Like, what are you willing to do to get to the next level? Who are you willing to cut off? What are you willing to lie about? What are you willing to do in the darkness to get ahead to the next level? And this is telling us how to get through this season with integrity to ourselves and our own divinity. So I'm grateful that I was able to share this with y'all. That download came through for me a few weeks ago, and it kind of just all came together really well so empress i'm excited to hear your take on this uh this gateway that we have between the three fire signs i'm really i'm in mixed emotions i'm like one upset that i don't have a dynamite button because you know when djs press the dynamite, like pew, 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 pew. like i literally would be ringing that shit off all the way right now because of that breakdown like that was so beautiful like that literally you should have just like might dropped your mic, you know, at that point after you finished, because that was like really beautiful. And I think that was so perfect to put into perspective this energy that we're feeling with this grand trying great gateway. So like I'm so appreciative for you being obedient and sharing that breakdown with us because that was just perfection. Like coming from a Virgo son to you, like I am super appreciative. Thank you, like for real um really really beautiful so with this grand trying gateway everyone if you didn't already understand from that amazing breakdown that soul just did with the moon in leo with chiron in aries and with mars in sagittarius in the tarot this is the high priestess in strength or the king of wands this is chiron in the emperor or the queen of wands and this is the tower card in temperance or the knight of wands so as you can see the king the queen and the knight of wands are all coming together on this day with this grand trine gateway and this is literally a portal that will be created in your life based on your spirit how you have taken action towards your passions and the ways in which you have nurtured yourself throughout tough situations that called for you to choose you so with solaire breaking that down with shadrach meshach and abednego that's literally what they did. They chose themselves in their relationship with spirit, literally over something that someone was, uh, the king was telling them, Nebuchadnezzar, on an external front, right? Choosing yourself during this gateway is gonna mean everything between you making it through this really passionate, um, grand fire that is literally being created energetically for all of us to walk through. So the high priestess is lending you the heart of the lion with it being in strength. Chiron is allowing the emperor to make decisions for his empire from a place of healing instead of hurt. And the tower is removing the wool from your eyes so we can really see what challenges need our immediate attention for change and resolution to take place. So as I mentioned before, the king, the queen, and the knight of wands are creating a monumental fire here that is powerful enough to cleanse you of whatever is promoting stagnation in your life on this day. 
And with this happening in the very first degrees of Capricorn, and I love as well the breakdown that you did, Solera, with um, Mammon and Baphomet, because literally Capricorn is the devil card in the tarot, in the major arcana, right? This is happening in the first degrees of that energy hitting us as a collective on the planet, right? This gateway is opening up. So this is really like, <laughs> I don't want to say it's like a gateway to hell, but it's literally like you having that option, okay, with this energy. This is so that you can elevate to powerful positions of leadership in the collective and lead your empire to sure victory. Why? Because you have the plan and the energy to last a lifetime and beyond due to your fire coming from spirit. Okay, that kundalini fire from you knowing thyself. Okay. And so this is a really powerful energy that's happening next week, Wednesday, right after the sun enters Capricorn. We're all gonna feel this. We are not even, we're literally at the halfway point of the week. So there's so many more decisions and energies and uh, situations that we'll be experiencing after this gateway for us to really walk with spirit and in our power. Um, and I love, 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 love that breakdown that you did. That was so beautiful. So um, that's all I have for, for Wednesday's energy. Let's go ahead and get into Thursday. So on Thursday, December 23rd, we have Saturn and Aquarius is gonna be squaring Uranus and Taurus, which is retrograde. And we talked about this energy last week in terms of the tornadoes that have been going on. We talked about possible flight restrictions, right? So all of those themes are still continuing, but I feel like this energy is way more potent because we actually have two planets at play. Last week, we talked about the moon and Aquarius with Uranus and Taurus, but now we're talking about Saturn and we're talking about Uranus, which are two very, very strong, forces when we look at in terms of uh like the planetary holds that they have here on the collective so the relationship between taurus and aquarius is all about expression and virtue so persevering through the chaotic unknown teaches us how to build a foundation from instability the quote that came to mind for this transit was still waters don't make a skilled sailor you know, squares represent the dark energy of Mars and show us the constant battle between two energies that are set on not necessarily understanding one another. Like think about like two rams like with their horns interlocked. And now it's like because both want their way, they're kind of stuck, you know. So what do you have to do to get out of that situation? Um, you need to take a pause or like i'm sorry the download that just came through is like you know those little toys that you had as a kid that you stick your fingers in and then you try to have to like get them out the more frantic and stressed that you get about trying to like undo your fingers from this toy they're not going anywhere right you, you start to panic you're like oh my god am i going to be that one person who needs their finger amputated because i can't get my damn finger out of this contraption it's like no you need to pause you need to take a break and move slowly and intentionally and you'll see that you're able to wiggle your fingers out of this toy i don't really know what it's called but i know i had one as a kid to play around with so um the squares right this tension motivates us to actually take action to relieve this tension by seeking self-control and self-actualization through conflict so saturn and aquarius gives way to limits in our thoughts our ideas our resources our more so internal or abstract resources right because we know that taurus is material resources 
um, limits in our community, limits in our social support. And then Uranus and Taurus, especially since it's retrograde right now, pushes us to create structure and order out of unpredictability sudden changes and unfamiliar circumstances remember that fixed signs value stability aquarius builds their world on thoughts and ideas that contradict social norms while taurus strives for comfort being one with their environment and moving with intentional stillness so the question that i had for us to ask ourselves on this day is how do you hold on to stillness when you feel like the world around you is falling apart where you can't find your tribe, when people don't value the same things as you, right? That's what true inner peace and conviction feels like when everything around you tries to get you to waver and you stand firm. So this is a time you alleviate the tension of Saturn and Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus by just building the damn thing. I'll get to that later in the week with the, we have a trine with Virgo and Capricorn. Um, sometimes you just gotta build, you just gotta do it. You gotta try through trial and error to figure how do you build stability within chaos like none, neither of these planets are like stable and peaceful and 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 providing sturdy ground so you just have to practice and exercise your your power by still building and creating that sense of inner peace and stability so that's what i have for thursday's transit empress what does this um this square between saturn and uranus look like yeah, so on Thursday with Saturn and Aquarius squaring Uranus retrograde in Taurus in the tarot, this is the world in the star or the king of swords squaring the full retrograde in the hierophant or the king of pentacles. So at this point in the week, we are all feeling the tension of any of those commitments that we have in our lives that don't match the logical conclusions that we've reached mentally. And the world and the star energy is really wanting you to strip and transform yourself because you've received downloads that is the right thing for you to do. And so meanwhile, you are avoiding the leap of faith required to set the, to um, shed the, the actual weight and do the job necessary, the house and the, the clothes that you keep involved, that keep you involved with the physical world, um, just so that you can not choose that hierophant level of commitment that's required to actually reach a state of abundance that you would never experience this lifetime. This is really about, at the end of the day, coming to the point where you realize the spiritual path is not for the weak. Okay, the spiritual path includes doing things that you may not want to do so that you can be obedient to your service to the world and the collective with this Aquarius influence. The spiritual path includes removing yourself enough from society and the resources that make us comfortable to get closer to nature and further from the city with this star card. The spiritual path includes being all right with being misunderstood because you're aware that as the king of swords you have that perspective that most people haven't reached yet and it's your responsibility to lead them there by going first so today's square will feel especially heavy after the full moon after the winter solstice after that grand trying gateway gateway that we just had 
So do your best to not take others and what they may say to you too seriously today. And instead, focus on what you're saying to yourself. What does it sound like in your head when you're talking to yourself? Also journal out, okay? Talk to yourself out loud if it's necessary. Go next to your altar space or go out in nature, right? Capricorn is an earth sign. We now entered sun and Capricorn. Go and take a walk in nature and talk to spirit. Talk to your ancestors. Today, we all need to plan to work out. I don't care if you haven't worked out this whole year. I don't care if <laughs> I don't care if it's been five months. I don't care if you've never worked out a day in your life. Okay. Today we all need to plan to work out so we can exert some energy. Okay. Because with the King of Swords and the King of Pentacles impacting us energetically today, we need to take some action in terms of moving our physical body with this happening in Capricorn season. So get into your body and move responsibly today so that that energy doesn't build up and you take that action out in a way that's not constructive to your growth, okay? Meditation could also really yield good results today, especially when it comes to helping you to strategize effectively for your future and really focus on those methodical steps that you can enact to create more security for yourself and use this energy in the highest vibration or the most peaceful and harmonious um, way possible. So uh, I'm gonna keep it short and stop it there so we can get into the rest of this week. Oh, let's get into Friday, so. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> work out work it out right we all need to do a workout today cardio like if you're not sweating it's not a real workout okay i feel that without you know it's about flexibility too like making sure like you're not all rigid and and tight with this um capricorn season ruling the joints and the knees you know if you don't move around you're gonna get all stiff and tight and how is that gonna translate into feeling rigid on the inside. So I, I really love that. As someone who's been trying, I've been trying to be consistent with my workout. So I appreciate the, the call out of, of having to do that on Thursday. So Friday, December 24th, we're on Christmas Eve right now at this point. We have the moon in Virgo trining the sun in Capricorn. So the relationship between Virgo and Capricorn is about determination and harvest. And I'm not gonna lie, this day called me out, right? So I'm gonna share a little bit about how this has been impacting my personal life. We have here the interaction between the sixth house, right, Virgo, and the 10th house Capricorn in the traditional zodiac. So the question that this transit made me think of is, how do we busy ourselves with productive procrastination rather than focusing on the simpler intentional steps that will translate to success, right? Moon and Virgo may overthink and give time and energy to small tasks that although they need to get done, they aren't the core steps that need to be taken to get things rolling and moving. So for myself, 
I created my own club on Clubhouse and I was thinking, I was like, dang, it was really in Libra season. I remember I made it on the day of the full moon in Aries in Libra season. So at this point, it's been from Libra season till today. Most of y'all are probably like, what? She has a club? Exactly. <laughs> I have done absolutely nothing with it because I've been productively procrastinating on it, right? So I created it and despite like being passionate and having these feelings of excitement, I feel like my Mercury retrograde, especially the fact that it's in Capricorn has had me overthinking or doubting what I'd say, what rooms I even want to like talk about, what the topics for them to be. And the only way to figure it out is really just by doing it, you know, but I, because I haven't really sat to acknowledge my fears around it, my doubts, you know, although I'd say that most of them come from power, right? Knowing that if I truly speak my truth and in my power, it's going to create widespread resonance. But at the same time, I doubt my capabilities to responsibly hold space for that resonance. Like I, I fear somebody challenging me or trying to diminish my power or my knowledge or undermine me or um, I don't know, just have something to say where I don't really know how to like come back or respond from a place of power in that moment. You know, like I start to doubt and think about all these like negative possible scenarios rather than thinking about it going well, you know? So those fears and that overthinking has had me not really like taking action because the only action that needs to be taken is starting a damn room and just doing it, you know? But instead I've been like, ooh, like what emojis should I I put in the description of the club or like ooh, I should create an Instagram post to announce the club like how should I design it when should I post that you know focusing on damn near anything and everything except actually starting building and materializing my idea so this is a day for us to really be real with ourselves about what intentional things like two to three things max per day you know what I mean because it's when we start making I love lists I love to-do list. I love me a good to-do list. And I'd be the type of person that is like, when I'm having a bad day, I'll write something arbitrary as hell, like brush my teeth just so that I can cross it off. <laughs> I done already. Like, I love a good list. I know you do too, Empress as a Virgo. <laughs> that made me bust out laughing. <laughs> I will really give myself that instant gratification of being like, stand up today i don't know just something random <laughs> i can already feel the gratification of of crossing it off but it's like really just having two to three things a day that you want to give your energy intentionally to so that we can get to where we want to be during this capricorn season like what are those virgo things that process that implementation that's going to get us to the structure and order that capricorn is asking of us during this time and season so that one dragged me i was like i know what i need to do on what is this on friday and just do the damn thing like there's nothing else no fonts no emojis no words that i, I need to add i just need to do it and learn by by experience so that's what i have for friday's energy what is this trying between the moon and the sun look for you empress girl you have a tear coming out my eye literally i'm like not not me um mentally thinking of my list and how i'd be like wax your legs like <laughs> that is so that's the realest statement i ever heard when it comes to making a list because i love a damn list too but sometimes you even stuff on there like 
why did I to make myself feel better? That's why I wrote that. Cause I knew I would probably get that done. Exactly. Wash dishes. Like, like literally, like, oh my goodness, that was so on point. And you I was getting dragged with you as you were saying that. Like we were in that together because I definitely, you know, do that as well. And like, let's get into this energy because I'm gonna resonate with the not a lot. So for Friday, with the moon in Virgo trining the sun in Capricorn in the tarot, this is the high priestess in the Hama energy or the Knight of Pentacles, trining that four of pentacles that represents the sun in Capricorn. So the high priestess in the Hermit today may have you isolating yourself in order for you to put all the pieces together from the energetic highs and lows of the week that we've gone through up until this point so that we can do the research necessary to organize our thoughts and organize our emotions and actions moving forward to your security and mental health okay and if you feel that you need to take a break from social media and communicating with other people on this day i would recommend to take that time to be of service to yourself and work on things that put you first okay Today is also a really great day to write down a plan, okay? And this includes a plan of things that you are actually going to implement to help move the needle. So exactly what you said, Solera, don't make a list today of all the arbitrary things that you know you're going to get done anyway. Make a list of effective things that will help you to actually get things done, doing the work that needs to get done to move the needle and, and sustain yourself okay to bring in more financial um abundance towards yourself okay organizing a routine taking steps towards a healthier way of living so research those new opportunities that will align you more with your spirit on a day like today. There may be jobs or positions or just opportunities that you find today that can line up perfectly with your path and destiny. So with this Knight of Pentacles energy, today is partially about feeling comfortable with changes that need to be made to work on elevating yourself and your position in life. So exactly what Solera mentioned, it's like, only make decisions, only take steps forward that are not going to be embracing that analysis paralysis, right? Do not, I repeat, do not talk down on yourself today. Allow other or don't don't allow other people to talk down on you today as well, of course. We should all as a collective be focused on analyzing ourselves in a productive way that will help us to move forward constructively. So household mentioned like, wow, I this looking at this transit really helped me to realize like I need to get moving on these things that I said I wanted to create for myself. I'm in that same boat. You know that I've talked to you about yoga. You know, I've talked to you about all these things like Insta going live more on Instagram. Like all of those things were going through my mind when you were saying that. So I'm sure that you all that are listening now kind of got your uh, mental juices flowing when Soul was sharing her experience of like, damn, I've put all of these things in, in play, but I haven't really started moving on them. I may have made a list, but have I taken any action to help myself get closer to where I see myself going in terms of building my legacy, in terms of creating that generational wealth, okay? This is a great day to focus on that, okay? Um, 
anyone that's focused on having that analysis paralysis I mentioned before, or really externalizing this analytical energy that we're going to feel today, uh, I feel like that is more so avoiding the internal journey that the creator, that the universe is wanting us to take today. Um, and I don't feel like they're worth isolating. I think that those types of energies today are worth isolating from, uh, especially for you to make those, those real steps towards creating your reality on this Venus day. So especially right before Christmas Day, where you may be celebrating with family, um, you may be feeling like, oh, well, you know, everyone wants to come over or people want to wrap presents together. If you're feeling on today's energy that you need to just take some time for yourself, maybe wrap presents in the back room with the door closed by yourself to spend some energy organizing, getting your mind right, then um, do what's best for you to be of service to self. Uh, is what I would recommend on a day like today, especially with this aspect happening, uh, with this trine with uh, Vogel and Capricorn. But let's go ahead and get into Saturday because this conjunction is really powerful happening so on Saturday, on Christmas Day. Yeah, talk about, we, we've been talking about this for a while, this conjunction between Venus in Capricorn, which is retrograde right now, conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. And so I was like, leave it to damn Capricorn to come in with a bang. Like how, how we're just getting used to this energy. Thankfully we've had Mercury in Capricorn. I, that's what I, I, that's what I saw that was very beautiful about this year in 2021 that we got a gift astrologically that doesn't always happen about how mercury and venus were usually ahead of the sun you know so i feel like we got a little bit of a taste of the upcoming season's energy before the sun went into that season you know so we we had venus and libra and venus and scorpio well before libra season and scorpio season so there was kind of like tying in all of these different characters so to speak in the play and and foreshadowing their arrival in the play before they actually made their debut so to speak like you were starting to foreshadow and feel that energy so even though we just got into capricorn season we've had these major players of mercury and venus which is now retrograde giving us a little taste about what does it feel when our consciousness our awareness our ego and our identity is um projected through the lens of cardinal earth energy. So remember that conjunction. So again, just to repeat, we're talking about Venus and Pluto being conjunct, right? So conjunctions are amplification of energy and Capricorn season is starting off strong, you know? So even though we're in the first decan of Capricorn season in terms of the sun, right? So we're dealing with the formative development stages of authority and how do we exercise that responsibly? But we're also dealing with that Mercury decan of Capricorn, right? The last decan, which is where this conjunction is happening between Venus and Pluto and that deals with lessons and mastery regarding status and it's funny that I use the word exercising because I was like this is just giving me purge and like exorcism energy and I want to talk about something that I brought uh, um, that I brought up in a room I believe it was like last week where this conjunction between Venus and Pluto makes me think about the devil card and the tarot and like how heavily I resonate with that being a Capricorn stellium I have most of my personal planets in Capricorn Corn and 
when I first saw the card, when I was first learning about the tarot, I, I didn't feel that fear. I knew that it held a lot of power. I felt the power in the card more than the fear that I feel like people get when they get the death card or the devil card. For me, it was just kind of like, I, I felt the paralysis of the individuals in the card. So for those of you who are, for those of you who are unfamiliar, it's a man and a woman, right? It's very similar to the lover's card with Gemini. Now we find the duality of masculine and feminine, right? Consciousness and intuition, thinking and feeling, right? And now they're not, you know, holding hands overlooking this angel above them. Now their face, you know, they're they're standing together with this Baphomet mammon energy that we had just finished talking about on Wednesday. This, you know, representation of a god here on earth, right? Something that you are attached to that gives you worldly success, you know, whether that's money, whether that's status, whether that's your cars, whether that's your houses and your properties and all these things that you aspire to that end up actually keeping you stuck here, you know? And the most beautiful thing about that card, when I was really studying and looking at it, I was like, wait a damn second. <laughs> the chains that are around their necks are loose. You're not stuck in a chokehold. They're not being choked by these chains that are around their neck, but it's like this paralysis of being in front of this very powerful figure. You know, it's like all the money you could ever want, all the riches you could ever want. You're stuck and you're just like, wow, like with your mouth open, like feeling stuck. But at any moment you can snap out of that paralysis that you feel and be like, wait a second, I could step out of this chain. I could just put this chain over my head and step out of it and say, I don't choose this anymore, you know? But when the world is telling you that these are the things to aspire to, where have you been holding on to other people's dreams that you need to purge and let go of, you know? Venus is, is about the appreciation and beauty and light and illumination and everything, all of the world's pleasures on a platter. But Pluto is about death decay, transformation, transmutation, looking out for your higher self and not your your earthly self, you know, what's going to preserve you for lifetimes to come. So with this conjunction between Pluto and Venus, which is retrograde, is asking us to relook at the things that we value, relook at the things that we're aspiring towards, what needs to be purged, what needs to be exercised, because it's, it's keeping us stuck versus keeping us from moving forward. Remember, Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign. So it's about initiating new things and new visions about materialization into place. So with this conjunction, it's just feeling like the things that you hold on to the most, it's like, ooh, I just got a, a download. Um, that quote, I read I'm like an auntie when it comes to these quotes, <laughs> but it's like the devil comes in the form of what it is that you want the most. You know, that one thing that you're really holding on to, that is going to be the thing that ends up being yourself undoing. Because remember, Venus is exalted in the 12th house, which is all about self undoing. So when you put all of your value on external Venus things, instead of seeing the light within yourself, that is going to be the case of your self undoing. So it's being able to revisit the things that we are attached to and that we give value to in this life that exists from outside of ourselves. So. That's what I have for Saturdays of Saturday's energy where on Christmas day, I was like, boy, what a day to be talking about gifts and presents and all this, and all this stuff that we relate to Christmas. But Empress, what's your take on this conjunction in the tarot? 
<laughs> yes, I love that. Um, especially the breakdown that you had of the card. Like those shackles are so, so loose. So it's literally up to us. Like I love what you mentioned about that. So for Saturday with Venus retrograde in Capricorn conjoint with Pluto in Capricorn, this in the tarot is the Empress reverse and judgment, both in the devil and queen of pentacles. Um, so I really quickly, before we get all the way, I get all the way into this breakdown for Saturday's energy, I did go ahead and change the link at the top of the room. As you guys can see, there is an ability for you to win a free live reading with Solera and myself. So go ahead and click that link to go ahead and answer just a few questions, five to six questions. Most are multiple choice about what you would like to see from us in terms of Asher T, letting us know about your experience with Asher T so far uh, we're almost coming up to the year anniversary in january so give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you in exchange you'll go ahead and enter for a chance to win a free live reading from us on zoom you will go ahead and get the recording to access after but you do need to click that link to go ahead and enter so go ahead and click that if you haven't already to go ahead and enter for your chance to win all right so getting back to this energy that's happening on Saturday with this conjunction between the Empress retrograde and judgment in the tarot on the days when you're not feeling your best, like when you just are not feeling good about yourself. Okay. What do you do? Do you sit around eating ice cream and feeling depressed because you don't feel abundant about your life or when you're not feeling the best that you can about yourself, do you buckle down and figure out the details of how you got there so that you can begin to make choices to help your, your situation to be better? All right. And I feel like on this day, this is really something that's going to be coming into perspective. Today, it's you versus you. And I love what you mentioned, Solera, about the masculine and feminine, because we all have a feminine and masculine aspect of ourselves, right? Today, it's your, your divine masculine versus your divine feminine, and no one is saving you from the decisions that only you can make to set yourself free from those shackles in the devil um, card, right? There is no one that's saving you from the decisions that only you can make to create that better circumstance for yourself. And it's going to take hard work, okay? Because at this point, you have to beat the devil at his own game. But it starts by realizing that life is a game to be played. And sometimes it's gonna feel like it's on level difficult instead of easy or intermediate. It's going to take realizing that you're going to have to push and push and push and push some more to buff that creation into being, just like a mother would to bring their child into the world. And even if you feel like